0: It's summertime and the living is easy. Lots of people going out to hit the beach club. Why don't you stay in and hit that Kevin Smith club instead? That's right. Kids go to that Kevin Smith and you are going to be ear deep in decades worth of podcasts. You're going to have nothing but videos to watch in the Smithstonian screening room, including my weekly show, Wake and Bake. You're going to have access to events, uh, first crack at tickets at Smod Castle, and the upcoming Clerk Tour. And you're going to get a bunch of behind the scenes on the thing, the super secret thing that we're going to be working on in Jersey all summer to be announced. That's right, kids. Access that's what you get for a monthly fee at that kevin smith club what are you waiting for come join me man and see all the goodies we got hidden behind the wall man at that kevin smith club go to that kevin today and join up i love you for it hit
1: me episode three thirty seven You've got to throw some cold water on this situation. Start talking about nerd stuff.
0: You know, nerd culture is mainstream now. So when you use the word nerd derogatorily, it means you're the one that's out of the zeitgeist. System activate. This is NetHeads with Will Wilkins and Trent Hunsaker. It's a tech podcast, tech podcast. But we are a ton cooler than your typical geek. You guys rock. And now here's Will and Trent.
2: No one listens to the radio. I wasn't even listening. I was listening to podcasts. Podcasts are great. Radio's boring. You know, Trent, I gotta tell you, I love that audio drop, but I feel it is so antiquated now because it invokes a radio, which does anyone listen to anymore?
1: What's a radio, Will?
2: Yeah, exactly. That's the, Good. You see my point. You see my point. Welcome, everyone. Another edition of NetHeads. My name is Will. Uh, Trent here. If you want to take part in the program, you can. One of many ways. One of them is uh, Twitter. Trent, I, I I don't know why I still ask you to do this, but why don't you tell them how?
1: Well, it's because it gives me s- something to do. Uh, I'm you know it gives me like a shiny toy to play with or some uh. Some goldfish crackers to chew on so that I'm not <laughs> being a distraction when the adults are speaking. Uh you can uh send us your dog pictures uh with the hashtag netheads. That's what I want to see. Additionally, uh, you know, if there's stuff that's relevant that you think is interesting, send it to us as well, or just chime in to the program. Heard from Venerator 2000 uh longtime friend. Yeah, he he uh used the hashtag netheads not too long ago. And uh so too did uh who else did I see? uh matthew Corey, uh, uh, as always uh but there was somebody else. anyway uh use the hashtag heads and your your homework for today is uh, show me those puppy pics <laughs>
2: <You're>... <laughs> i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm just i'm laughing i'm loving it because you're like yeah you know uh, i saw some somebody was using it some the other day and uh yeah, yeah.
1: someone said some stuff about the things oh, oh. Wait, what? it was it was it was roller dog NC. Uh, uh, Q uh, brought up uh, some butt stuff in in Gidem's corner.
2: I did not know that. Thank you for sharing. A
1: yeah. lot uh, of us will. So yeah,
2: you can also uh, you can also when we are live, uh, whenever that happens, because uh, you know the other day I I went to uh, reach out to Trent and said, hey man, um, you available? Because uh, I think and I don't know how it happened, we may have taken the month of June off.
1: Dude, it's been hot, and you've had you've you've had celebrations in your family to to uh, commemorate.
2: Oh, that's true. Actually, it's it's funny you mentioned that. We uh, not only have had two birthdays in in, in the, the small family. Blair turned seven. My wife turned twenty nine. Uh, in in the past weekend alone, uh, because their birthdays are just two days apart. Uh, but also. Uh, Interestingly enough, my wife, uh, I don't know whether it's an Apple feature or something else, but, uh, you know, the operating systems love to remind us of things. And so it was like one year ago today. Oh, yeah. One year ago today, I had sent her a photo from the dog breeder that the first puppy had been born. Now, uh, Winston's paperwork says that he was born on July 1st, but the first puppy was actually born on June 30th. Now, we have looked back at that photo because it popped up today, and the interesting thing about the dogs uh, is, uh, well, for most Pembroke Welsh Corgis, most Corgis in general, they have what's called the fairy saddle. It's this patch of uh, of off-color compared to their body color, uh, that that kind of nestles on the neck and between the shoulders, and yeah, uh, with which
1: like the dog in in cowboy bebop has. Uh,
2: I'll take your word for it. Uh, yeah. And uh, in this particular case, the dogs each had their own interesting variation, and Winston was the only one where it kind of looked like an ocean wave that was cresting from his right to his left. So did the puppy in the photo. So we're all now convinced today, Winston. The Pembroke Welsh Corgi is one year old.
1: Yeah, yeah, he's the oldest.
2: Yes, technically he is the oldest of the litter. And uh, also, I think since last we have spoken, Trent, he has also, um, as his groomer put it, well, uh, the way I put it, he went from uh, being, uh, he went from uh, almond joy to, no, mounds got nuts mounds yeah I, I, he went from I, yeah. mom and joy to mounds and his groomer said he went to the nutcracker suite
1: oh yes. oh that's sugar plum fairies
2: yeah close enough um yeah. so uh, he has it's it, june was a very interesting month i just to say the least um also of course one of the other things that happened uh just to get everybody caught up uh obviously one of the last things we talked about was kind of my obsession. With three D printing and finding out, oh my gosh, I could print out my own Mjolnir, and I and I, I sarcastically joked, thinking we would be, you know, podcasting again within like a week, week and a half. Would I have a Mjolnir within that time? And the truth is, yes, I did.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. By the t- by, the next episode, you have a. A uh, proto Mullner in your hand.
2: I really do. I really do. Now it was an. It was a very interesting journey because, um, you know, one of the things that I have to do is learn about the proper way to orient things on the print uh, platform uh, in order to both get a time efficient print as well as a structurally sound print. Um, And, you know, trying to divvy up multiple prints at once into one print, maybe that kind of thing. Uh, All in all, it was an interesting journey and learning lesson. And it also taught me that uh, you also need to be very careful about the the uh, STL or print files that you choose when you're doing something like this, because uh, one, this one. Broke up the handle into three different pieces, which wasn't too bad, except that the bottom one, you really can't make it out. But this bottom one here that's, that's printed in black because I redid it, uh, it, it doesn't exactly line up. So I'm going to have to do some uh, hot welding, as they call it, uh, which is yeah, a – it's a sexy way of saying I'm going to take a soldering iron to it.
1: <laughs> yeah, it, it's, it's funny because, like, growing up, uh, uh, I, I only knew about, like, plastic welding because of uh, – Snowmobile hoods were all made of plastic and and we'd crack them whenever we'd roll them. And so you'd find someone that had an industrial plastic welder to fix it, or you could pay like, you know, $800 for a new hood.
2: Yeah. Or you can, uh, you know, just use a soldering iron, which is what I'll be doing. Um, So that was interesting. The other weird thing about this print is that it broke up uh, the pieces into several uh, sections of the hammer in different pieces. So uh, the medallion with the runes is is one, which I did in resin, not the uh, filament print. Uh, it was the general body. And then for some reason uh, that I cannot understand. Well, it, and then the impact plates, uh, since they're identical, there's just one of each, right? Uh, it, there was just one and you print it twice, put it on either end. But then, for some reason, because I don't know if you noticed, Mjolnir has, like, a groove in it that goes along here in this pattern. And rather than just trying to replicate that in the print, for some reason, this whole bottom section was a separate piece. Which wouldn't have been too bad, except that this particular print file that I had pulled also... Seemed to be very well thought out because it had like little connector pieces that would uh, connect the handle through the body through the bottom. Let's just call it the bottom cradle or base and then the hammer. But the problem is once I printed it out, I discovered there's no way that this piece can pass through the narrow oval hole that was on this base to be able to connect all the pieces. So I just used a shit ton of uh, hot glue uh, to kind of fill in all that void at once. Yeah, Um, so that was interesting. And then uh, one thing, too, that I discovered is if you over cure resin prints, uh, which this one is, which is the thing it dips it in the goo UV light new piece. Um, They shatter real easy. I dropped the hammer and I broke it. I had one of these impact plates already and in my rush to to fix it out of the shame of having dropped it and shattered it, um, I didn't clean out the inside adequately. So it was like a big rattle because it had debris bouncing around in there. Story of my life, Will. So then I thought, okay, well, I'll drill two holes in the bottom, put the air compressor in one, blow the debris out the other, right? Didn't work. So now I put expandable foam in there, uh, but the, I use so much, the inside is still curing, and I have to wait, or else it would start to expand. So... Uh, but also if you're wondering if you can make out the detail, the reason why it's a little rough here is because, uh, plastic wood, wood filler is what you use on the surface of these in order to get rid of those, those print lines. Cause you can then sand this out and make it smooth. So sure. hopefully by the next time we do this, you will see a painted Mjolnir. But, uh, all in all, it was about, uh, I think a week's worth of printing to be able to print all of these pieces together. So if you do want your own Mjolnir, and you have a uh, a filament printer, you could uh, you could really do this. Now I am I, I am entertaining the thought of doing a second one because I got a different pattern, uh, but I just need to work a little bit with the files because instead it breaks the handle up into two pieces. But then I also want to pull it into something uh, into a a different uh, program. I think like one of them is called Blender, to where I can also create both a cylinder piece and uh a cylinder or and holes to be able to make connectors for it but all in all really fun and considering the inexpensive price of filament oh yeah you know that's not a bad price to be able to put together your own mullner uh replica in my opinion
1: or or i mean it doesn't even have to be a replica you you could put it into use like like if uh uh you know my mom Uh, used a wooden spoon for things that it wasn't stirring at all whenever we got in trouble so you know just uh that that foam padding gives it a little more heft so uh
2: yeah well what i'm also thinking about doing is potentially finishing this one and then making it a a giveaway so you could win my my first mjolnir uh once i once I finish it up, I, I have also, uh, by the way, folks, if you're not aware, you can uh, also support the podcast, some original content and other various rewards and such by going to our Patreon. That's uh, patreon.com slash netheads on air. Uh, there is another thing that I'm going to be doing, and I will be sending one to each one of our patrons uh, on our Patreon page once I get it done, uh, because I was thinking, what could I do for everyone? Because uh, I have the resin printer, so I could do really good detailed stuff as well. Yeah. And then it just so happens the answer was laying around the desk, staring at me in the face. Uh, several different instances of it. Uh, first uh, is uh, Death Wish Coffee sent me Ooh, a yeah. uh, challenge coin. And then yeah. when I went to see Avengers Endgame, they provided a collector's coin. So... I am, I am in the midst of learning how to design an official NetHeads challenge coin that I will then print in resin. Although, in my journey, I've also discovered a guy that provided the uh, templating ability and the box to where if I design the coin, I can then basically create, I don't even have to create a mold of it. I can I can bring it into this 3D print, and I could actually then make pewter, Actual challenge coins. So, but but first, we're just going to go with the resin.
1: You can print pewter.
2: No, no. Oh, you can okay. you can three D print the box to be able to pour oh, hot pewter in.
1: Okay, thank you. Yes, that. Okay, yeah, yeah. I'm with you. It took me a while, but I got there.
2: Honestly speaking, probably a more terrifying thought, giving me molten metal, but. <laughs>
1: oh dude i loved the the jewelry making section of of shop class was the best in junior high because we would just drop water in metal all the time just like all right flick it in and boom it explodes everywhere it was not we should not have had that as a
2: option to do so you say that and then i think of um uh my chemistry class and there was always the one nerdy and dangerous guy in chemistry class who would always talk about going out and finding i think like uh sulfur or calcium or sodium deposits and throwing them into the water and seeing yeah. those explode
1: yeah uh-huh gosh
2: yeah good times um Speaking of which, too, by the way, uh, like I said, uh, once I get that done, all of our Patreon uh, supporters will get, if nothing else, the the first run of the resin coins um, as well. So uh, that's just uh, but I but I have to I have to understand how to do it. And also the design that I want uh, is is a little complex because, as you know, our logo, which, you know, you can see when, you know, I show. The the show number there is is the word netheads and that that intricate brain circuit right there, and so uh, I'm having a heck of a time trying to turn that brain circuit into a 3D object that then could be a raised edge on the coin. So that's emboss uh, not embossed, but is it embossed? I don't know.
1: It's, it's the opposite of embossment, because embossment is 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 a pressing onto it. Um. So I don't know what it's called. Beveling.
2: It's beveling. Ah, there you go. Greater minds, greater minds. Yeah. Uh, also, Trent, gotta tell you, even though we did start a little late, we do have a hard out tonight because uh, dinner is uh, in the oven. Because uh, Ooh,
1: what, what's 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 uh, what's on the, the 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 menu? And I I I have some food related uh, stuff to talk about too this week.
2: I wish I could be bringing up something new and original, but I think the last time we talked about my the single cast iron skillet meal of the crispy chicken thighs with the Dano yeah. seasoning. Yeah. That's what that's what's in there right now, because it takes an hour and a half to cook. So I figure, perfect thing to just stick in the oven before we did the show.
1: Sure. Sure.
2: What sure. is your, your food-related news, no, sir?
1: I didn't even know that uh, potato ricing was a thing oh. until until you told me about it, and I was like, "Oh, that sounds really interesting." So uh, I I've had a potato ricer for a while. I really like it. The problem is uh, sometimes my potatoes might not be, or, or I'll I'll cook them and then cool them, and that, or I'm busy and so I don't get to to rice them right when they're hot, so they harden up a little bit. I've bent the ricer a couple of times, oh, uh, just from pressing it so hard. But I, I'll throw it in 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 the Twitter, dude. This product. I cross my heart. Like rarely am I as happy with the purchase as I've been with this one. You know, sometimes you get it you're like, oh, well, I'll give it a try or whatever. Dude, this blew my expectations out of the water. It is a plastic device of about four pieces. One, the the main piece being an auger, so it's you know like like a drill. And then on the outside of of the the auger is you know like cheese grate style, like like you would for a regular. Uh, ricer, you put your potatoes in there and then you crank the auger and it slowly just presses out. It is the, it blew my mind. Now, supposedly, if you put a, in a full potato, it will peel at the same time. Uh, I haven't trusted that so much. And I, my process anyway, I, 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 you know, I, uh, trim off the outsides before I cook them anyway. But dude, this thing. Uh, apparently, it's it's a reputable company. I'd never heard of it. Betty, Betty Bossy, uh, or Bossy? I don't know. Maybe it's French. Watch your language?
2: <laughs> this thing is nothing but it is amazing. Well, you know, though, I I, I like what I'm hearing because it uh, it takes away the ability for you to overcompensate and destroy the utility. That and your hands are
1: so much cleaner too. You're not like like. Uh, dropping one in and then like scraping it all off the the bottom, or whatever. It, it, and it's it's designed if you're, if you're using a ceramic bowl or a glass bowl, it mounts on the side of the bowl, and then you just crank it, and then slowly your bowl just fills up with rice potato.
2: See, that is the way. That's the sign of a good, smart, well-made product. Now, uh, it's interesting that you brought this up because one of the things that also has happened because, as I as has been mentioned here before as well. Tuesday nights are taco Tuesday night here. We are although we do not we do not make your ground beef with your seasoning packet tacos. We go the street right. taco route. I am getting either skirt steak or flank steak. Yep. I am mincing yep. it myself. And uh and then coriander or cilantro if you will. Yeah. We're yeah. using that and That's the onions. Part. <laughs> are the same thing yes yeah it's nothing but callbacks today everybody um so with that uh one of the things that i have been doing because i i i do the uh, as it has been mentioned ad nauseum as well uh i, I just said ad nauseum even think it's ad nauseum but uh, or ad. i don't know i you know what i need to stop using the words i don't know trent that's what i need Look. to do
1: The great thing is, Will, it's Latin, and since it's all but, you know, for a a few historians, a dead language, I think you're fine.
2: Thank you for that save. I appreciate it. Um, One of the things that I do is I usually make uh, low-carb tacos—or not tacos, tortillas for me to use. It's almond flour, xanthan gum, uh, some other coconut flour, a little uh, almond—or not uh, almond—apple cider vinegar— I'm probably forgetting something, a little bit of water, maybe an egg. I don't know. Um, but then, you know, I have a tortilla press, a cast iron tortilla press, in order right. to get a nice thin tortilla. The yep. other day I went to go use it, and I'll be goddamned the uh, the entire part of the tortilla press where the handle connects. Because if, if you guys have never seen what a tortilla – press conventionally looks like you've got the flat cast iron base you've got another piece that hinges over the top it's the flat piece and then from the opposing side you have a handle that you that's curved and you bring in and you press it down so that way it gives you a nice even flat tortilla yeah and and, and usually heavy very heavy yeah they aren't they aren't light and it's not like the damn thing had been dropped but the the area where the handle for pressing it down not the handle, not the uh, bolt that holds the handle in place, not even the brackets that hold the bolt that had the handle in pr- in place, but that entire section where that entire mechanism is snapped off of the cast iron on Holy me. shit. Yeah, I'm not kidding. It, it, was a, it was a bit depressing, and I ended up finishing off the rest of my tortillas with just a, a pair of pliers Ugh, bearing down. Yeah. Yeah. But the good news is they uh, were more than willing to uh, all I had to do was send the company an email, and now they've just asked for photos of the product, proof of purchase, and they're going to replace it. So that's that's good. Yeah, yeah. Um, And speaking of which, too, uh, tools that are built smart. Now, one of the things that uh, is a regular item that happens within the Wilkins household is that one or two nights of the weekend, uh, there is a a dual uh, function that is served. One... You can imagine I'm probably not an easy guy to sleep with. Okay, I have a CPAP machine. Uh, usually, sometimes I have back problems, so you know, moving around when you got a hose and a mask attached to your face isn't easy. So uh, once a week, uh, or once one week and weekend night, or both, uh, I will sleep on an air mattress in the family room with Blair. We call it camping out. She loves it. She requests it all the time. But it's a dual purpose because it's one or two nights that my wife is able to get a good night's sleep as well because I'm not in there ruining it. Um, And I have gone through countless number of air mattresses. And the reason why is because eventually I end up pushing the seams. I end up uh, filling it too much. Now, I mm-hmm. did something back when we got some of the stimulus money. I, I made an outrageous purchase. It was an air mattress that was over $200. I swore I would never buy like the Aero bed ones that are 100 and some odd. Uh, but right. this one is—it's—it's it's rather large. It's—it's it's a queen size one, has its own frame, and when you inflate it, the frame unfolds on its own. Like the whole thing, it inflates and and unfolds. So it's got a nice raised platform, so you're off the ground. It's—it's uh, it's a yeah. great air mattress. But the thing that I love is it's also got a regulator on it, so you choose the firmness you want, and then once it reaches that capacity, it shuts off. It stops there's no more air going in. So it takes away my ability to overfill it much in the same. Yeah. Much in the same way that you can't overpress your, your new ricer.
1: It's true. It's absolutely true. Yeah. Um, and I just looked it up. It's, it's a German company. Uh, they're like, they're, they're all their social media is in German. They're from Zurich, but, uh, wait, that's Switzerland. Never mind.
2: Yeah. Whatever.
1: Uh, Yeah. Anyway, like I said, uh, yeah, Betty Bossy. Like, man, like the the texture is just it. Like, I'll do. I'll just take like a a, a Tupperware bowl to work, and that's what I'll have while eat while you know about that ten thirty when you get that like hunger before lunch. And it the the texture is it, it tastes like like moist cornbread. If it is bizarre how much it changes everything
2: if you're if you if you're a person that likes mashed potatoes they uh, a ricer is the way to go if you yeah. were to um try and turn the uh potatoes into a type of potato bread product the ricer is the way to go it's a great it's a great sure. uh, product oh by the way also speaking of great customer service uh Elegoo, i know that sounds dirty but that's the name of the company that makes my 3d printer and i had a a, a fep Accident. There is a plastic film that lines the bottom of the uh, tray that holds the resin. And I had ended up having a rupture. And so resin went all over the screen and it got hardened and cured. My screen was shot, it got cracked. I sent them an email, Trent. Within 12 days, I had a replacement. Sc- I had to put it in myself, but I still had a replacement LCD screen that, that allows the UV light to transmit through. Wow. That's yeah.
1: That- is impressive.
2: Well, you know, in this day and age, with everybody working from home, you know, uh, and everybody doing everything from home, I'm not surprised that customer, excuse me, customer service has elevated its game somewhat. But, uh, but yeah, lately I'm on a real roll. the uh, The only thing now that I, I have any complaints about, uh, actually, you know what, Trent? We pr- we we purport to be a tech podcast. Yeah, yeah I don't know yeah. if you know this. Yeah, it's a tech podcast. Right. Now, I know so far we've just talked about cooking stuff. However, cool. I am currently, right before this show, I just set it up. I don't know if it will work or not. Now, I, um, in the past, have had great challenges with trying to get the Wi-Fi signal around the home, okay? And um, uh, lately, last thing I did, I, I tried the Google Home set up their mesh did not work out as a matter of fact still need to sell uh, all of that i ended up getting there's an asus 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 is the name of the brand yeah they have a great uh, home system so we've got one base down here and one upstairs but the the reception is still sometimes a little shoddy meaning specifically the transmission rate i'm not surprised it's got to go up through the ceiling right so what i have done what i'm testing out and it's twofold. I wanted to do it for that. And I wanted to also do it because we have the Fire TV recast, which is the home DVR yeah. that you hook up to an antenna. That's how I watch The Flash or any yeah. of the CW shows, for example. That's the backup we use for uh, capturing my wife's TV shows. Like, uh, well, it doesn't matter. The shows that she watches. The stories. Uh, yeah. And, well, you said it, not me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but but we often get messages that it's been disconnected or it loses the connection, and it's purely through Wi-Fi. So, what I have done is I have bought some TP-Link electric conductive network extenders. Okay. Now I don't know if you're aware of what these things are, but the idea is they use your home electric wiring in order to uh, extend your uh, network functionality. The the same aforementioned. A- 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 Asus um, router has three LAN ports on it. So I utilize one of those ports to plug into, and I put the TP link in the power outlet right down here. behind the TV, I plug in the other side of the unit to the power outlet, hit the cable the network cable into it, and it goes to the cable box, or in this case to the t- fire TV recast. Uh, right. and and I'm done this for two reasons. One, because of that disconnect issue, and two, if I want to stream something off of that, I want it to have at least the most reliable connection to the network backbone I can. Correct. Now, the second reason why I've done this is because, uh, as I mentioned, with that ASUS, ASUS, whatever, I can uh, also utilize a wide area network connection in order to uh, hook up the secondary unit as well. So instead of it having to rely on its own wireless backbone to communicate between the two of them and extend the network, I can just connect, hardwire it, so that way that top unit instead just becomes a broadcast station and it can fully utilize all of its network bandwidth just for network transmission. So hopefully by the time next time we do the show, I will be able to report back on how well the functionality of these uh, uh, TP-Link, how well they work. I, I personally you know lately my my rating and my recommendation method is just whatever the reviews are on amazon, so that's right. what I went with on this one
1: well and it's it's interesting because the it's it's a technology a product that's been around for a while and when it was first explained to me i just i couldn't wrap my head around i i i i, I don't i mean i don't know why not like cable is is cable right whether it's uh six strands or or one you know big strand, it should be able to pass a signal regardless,
2: right? You bring up a really good point. Here's the reason why it's a little confusing. Your typical Cat5, Cat7 cable or what have you is a twisted pair. Uh, it is a it is a network cable that technically has six smaller wires inside. Yeah. So the part that we have problems translating in our mind is well, how do we take that those six cables that are within the, ca- the six wires within the one cable and now reduce them down to what is essentially two wires. But yeah. I think the way is that the box on either end just turns one part or one pole of the power into the send and the other is the receive. That's my hot take on it.
1: Okay. Okay. Yeah, which, which makes sense.
2: Yeah, so we'll see how well it works. Now, uh, there are, I still have technically, I think I still have one more unit as well. Uh, and uh, what I may end up doing to save myself some sanity sanity and uh, some, uh, not some bandwidth, but also just some transmission uh, with all of the various devices in the family room, for example. Uh, I do have a gigabit uh, network hub somewhere in here as well, so I'll probably move that over to the family room, so that way all of the devices that can be hardwired over there will be, so that way maybe we can... Save on some wireless traffic for other devices, uh, but yeah. the but the other thing too is I, I would like to straight up just connect either the TV upstairs or a Fire TV device to the TV upstairs to work well. Uh, you know I don't have any problems here in my office with the ridiculous large TV that I've got on the wall because uh, it's everything's right in here. So this is my home office is the hub of the of the network. Although I will tell you, one of the things. That I I desperately wish and I would definitely want if I were to get a new home would be to have it just completely network wired. So that way there's one telecom closet that's that everything goes into centrally and then wires and patches in from there. That's that's my dream.
1: I, I would I would do the same. Uh, but I would do it just a little bit differently. In- instead of of uh, having installed uh, cable pulled and and everything, I would build in uh, coupling coupling everywhere, so that that as technology advanced and I switch from Cat Seven to who knows what in you know or whomever needs to pull any type of wire in in future time, it it would be an easy easy thing to do. Like
2: ah, I see you say coupling, but I think hoping sorry I, you mean like uh conduit so you'd want to have adequate conduit throughout the house yep,
1: yep yeah so 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 just uh a, a you know pvc tube uh going everywhere with 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 nice 45 degree angle turns to to make uh corners for for the poles on, yeah. on the cake and everything like, and,
2: and, and then the only thing our- you got to ask like even yeah. after you got your wiring done just, just make sure you got one piece of uh of uh you got one pull string still left in there
1: Yeah. Yeah. Seriously. Or, I mean, it's, it's easy to blow, blow string through, through those. So like, honestly that, that man, there are so many times where, where I'm just like, Oh man, I wish I could connect, you know, whether it's an audio cable or anything like, yeah, it, it would just be so helpful. And and like, man, we're, we're, we've, we've been using devices for, you know, quite a while now. And, and just barely am I starting to see people do networked homes but I've yet to see one that actually had the, the capability for, uh, you know, down the road uh, addition to any type of uh, communications.
2: I could just imagine the, uh, the, <laughs> the nightmare that the uh, telecom closet would look like because it would literally, if you were looking at it in your scenario, there would be a piece of conduit for every single yep. room that was labeled and that way so basically like if we were to use my house as an example there would be like seven or eight tubes coming out of the roof or from yep. the ceiling of that closet
1: yeah ex- exactly yeah yeah i mean we we make a utility closet right and and or, or 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 room or whatever and that's where we have our our furnace and our water heater and everything well god damn it the internet is just as important will
2: yeah, it is. I, argue, I, I, okay. It's in this reality. in this day and age, it's even more important if you ask me. Oh, for sure. I mean, you know, this whole past year, that was like the big challenge in, in trying to get good, solid communication because both of my kids were distance learning and I was working from home and it was just like internet connectivity was the biggest pain in the ass. That was there, and so uh, and by the way, Zach is saying ask Trent about Ethernet extenders. That's the topic we've been talking about. So, uh, Zach, I'll let you know how these TP-Link extenders how well they work. I don't even know if I have screwed up the uh, the the device upstairs or not. I actually have to, you know, because everything is app based. I still have to go into the app and see if it's configured appropriately. But uh, but I am very eager and interested to find out. Uh, if I have sort of fixed the problem and the whole reason why I know there's a problem, Trent, is because um, one of the cool things that I've discovered now uh, in this day and age, obviously, I am paying Xfinity for broadband connectivity, but I do not pay them for cable packages. It's, uh, right. you know, I've got different places I'm spending money, uh, which probably I'm actually spending more money than I was on cable. But right. but one of the interesting things that I discovered, uh, because one of my biggest gripes uh, is time zones and broadcast times, but what I've discovered is that through my Hulu subscription uh after the East Coast airing of Rick and Morty has happened, I have it in my dVR in my hulu dVR so i'm oh. able so my tradition now is I go to bed on Sunday night and I spend a half an hour watching Rick and Morty because as in case you didn't know, the new season has dropped, oh, did it? It has. Well, I guess I know one thing I'm not talking to you about today.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, that's that's interesting because uh, just this this past weekend I watched the the, the two seasons that are out of uh, Solar Opposites.
2: Yeah, I haven't. Uh, that's one of those ones I have not been able to watch Solar Opposites, and the reason why is because I go to start watching it, and then I'm uh, I'm hearing the content, and then I see Blair in the room, and I'm like, well, we got to change this one.
1: Yeah, like like it is. Very much in the same vein, uh, obviously, uh, with the same creators and everything, and a lot of the voice talent uh, from Rick and Morty. But I'm assuming because it's technically an adult streaming cert, like thing, not something that's going over FCC monitored airways, there is nothing barred <laughs> from from dialogue or scenarios or nope. anything you can think of. Like, holy crap! <laughs>
2: Yeah, they are uh they are they, they they have no holds barred and that is the reason why I have not really watched a lot. I haven't I Smart. En- I enjoyed what I saw, but I don't really get to watch it. Like already it's bad because like the other day I was uh, I was changing the sheets and and I like to I like to put something on the TV while I'm doing the mundane. And so Thanks. I had put on the uh the last episode of Rick and Morty while I was changing the sheets. And I forgot that Blair had come in the room. And yeah, so again, (laughs) Rick and Morty is definitely not something I should be watching uh, in front of her, and Solar Opposites, even more so.
1: Yeah, even more so. Yeah, for sure.
2: By the way, Trent, I also have to give you credit because uh, we have now received, as of uh, midnight last night, Pacific time, episode four of the Disney Plus original series, Loki. Okay. I have in the past enjoyed the Marvel shows in real time. I can definitely say, with the utmost respect for your viewing methodology, Mm
0: -hmm. Loki
2: is probably a show that would be best served binged because I got to tell you, each week they end on such a mother effer moment. Yeah, that's what I've been from people. Yeah, it is, uh, but it, uh, don't get me wrong. It, I, I think by far it is the best of the Disney Plus shows so far, okay? Okay. Uh, and that's all I will really say about it because I don't want to ruin it for you. But the good news is we're only three weeks away, and the way we're broadcasting, we're only one show away from being able to talk about the entire series.
1: <laughs> this, this is true, yeah.
2: <laughs>
1: um, Even if it was next week.
2: Uh, I, it's uh, well. We still there's two more episodes, right? So, okay. yeah. Uh, I and I think well, let's see now. Okay, Black Widow comes out July ninth. Um, and so next week, uh, let me look at the month view here. So next week is the seventh, and then so the fourteenth should be the last episode of Loki, and okay. and and Black Widow drops on the ninth. Which, by the way. I've already decided I will be enjoying at home. I don't know how you plan on taking in the black widow
1: gosh i haven't even I haven't even got that far yet i'll you know i'll i'll probably uh, I'll probably go to the movies i've right. I haven't been to a a theater yet
2: I haven't either, and I don't think I'm gonna start although I will say uh one of the things that I was entertaining was spending a ridiculous amount of money uh which you know god that sounds so horrible to say but but really i do view it as an inappropriate and uh, wrong amount of money to spend uh, i don't know if you're familiar with the philips hue uh line of smart uh, lights and products and things are you
1: philips like like the the philips appliances company the electrical company yeah
2: they specialize in a in ambient lighting as well uh, smart bulbs and little led strips and the light called hue Now, what they have is an HDMI sync device that you can get where you can run your HDMI product through it. And what it will do is it will and then you tell it where your lights are placed and it will do enhanced lighting in order to uh, in order to uh, give you a better experience. Now, in my in my family room. okay, I don't know how well this is going to translate on a camera, but my TV is set into a recess. What you might not be able to make out is that this is a recess in the wall. So the uh, it's inset. I was almost considering doing this. They have a specialized uh, gradient light uh, strip that you can get that's specific for the size TV you have. So I have, let's say that's a 75 inch TV. You get the LED strip for a 75 inch TV. It borders the three sides and then it will project light basically based on what's on the edges of the screen for enhanced experience. I was almost considering doing this for Black Widow uh, just so I could get a little bit more of a cinematic experience. As a matter of fact, if I wanted to, I have uh, the two red lights that you see behind me here. These are actually Philips Hue lights uh, oh, okay. that are made for this. I could put them instead in the family room at the base of the TV. I could also, because I have them, I also have two, uh, actually I have four total, uh, but I have uh, at least two or three bulbs that could be standalone in, they're, right now they're in floor lamps, so I could have them in the corners of the room. Sure. Um, but I did talk myself out of this, one, because it's it's just a gross amount of money, I think, no matter what level of income you make, just doing this to add <laughs> enhanced lighting.
1: No, but there's <clears> – <throat> it's more than that, though, because it also creates co- – so your eyes interpret light um, the same way kind of like a camera does, and so uh, having something – it's the same reason why, like, uh, like uh, my, myself, I, I do this and it helps. Uh, I put a, a light shining behind my, uh, my screens on my computer and it creates more contrast in whatever I'm looking at artificially because that's how my, my eyes interpret the light. So you would actually probably be able to see the, 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 the movie better. You would see darker darks um, by having that contrast around it. Your eyes would, would absorb more of, of what's on the inside
2: of that light. I I will keep that in mind, but I'm still not gonna do it. And here's the reason why, because like the coolest thing about this gradient LED strip is that it is able to, you know, break up the light through many multiple channels. I think almost every bulb can be broken into a different color. So that way it can really do a good blended uh, thing. But what you couldn't make out in that picture is that on either side of the TV, there's only yay much space. So the Uh sides, the lighting for the sides would kind of get lost, but you incorporate like these spotlights that I'm yeah. using just to give myself an interesting background. Uh, they could still kind of do a similar thing for that portion. Um, but it's just, uh, it, you know, in, in the end, realistically, all I really need instead of that contrast is just the ability to turn off as many lights as possible and right? just watch yeah. stuff in the dark and, and create that, that cinematic uh, experience yeah. That's
1: true yeah yeah that's true uh but i mean i all things aside two, two things I, I i'm gonna say quickly uh in all honesty like my my eyes feel a lot they feel less tired whenever i have a light behind the the monitor that i'm working on and if uh i was a supervillain, i would be called the enabler because i will enable anything that you want <laughs> just Tell me what 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 you're thinking about and I will I will push you into it. Thinking I'm helping you but probably doing a lot of harm.
2: Yeah, that uh that's that I understand that power. I I think it is one of my subcategories, if you will. Okay. Right? Um you know, I I don't want to say I'm the influencer, but you know, I can definitely <laughs> If you're if you're the enabler, I'm the justifier, okay? Yeah
1: absolutely yes. and
2: and together will help you fulfill every bad decision you want to make um mm-hmm. so uh so that is definitely one of those things that I I've decided against but you know I I was there I, I a couple of weeks ago all the movie ticket apps were starting to mention how um tickets are now available for Black Widow but you know Disney now I can almost justify it from an economic standpoint because if I look at the price of even just two adults yeah, dude. going go into the movies yep. uh let's say in in the real nice luxury seats where you're separated from people uh and you're comfortable and reclined, and then you work in the uh concession stand, yep, you factor all that in twenty nine ninety nine on Disney Plus to be able to just watch it at home, not to mention, I can wear my wireless headphones if I wanted to really hear stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs>
1: totally. Yeah. Throw, for, throw on your bows and just enjoy it.
2: Yeah. So for me, uh, it's it it, it it like economically I can justify it, but I totally uh, support you going to the theater to do it. The only thing, and and I wanted, I was on, I was entertaining going to the theater to see Black uh, Widow because. Um, that is a movie that I have been looking forward to since July of 20 19 when yeah. I was in Hall H. I just unplugged my headphones and I got, give me give me it. This hat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From Kevin Feige himself. Well, actually from the lackeys in Hall H, which by the way, In case nobody remembers, I finagled my way in. I should not have been in Hall H uh, for the Marvel thing. But I got, ever since then, you know, I got this hat, the Black Widow hat. I've been looking forward to this movie. And if you think I'm looking forward to it, think about poor Scarlett Johansson who's been waiting while this movie's been on ice for over a year. Because I think it was supposed to come out in May of 2020, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so I totally just I totally support you wanting to go to the theater uh, to see it. How are, by the way, how are things in Utah? Because, you know, like, there's all the talk about the highly contagious Delta variant now, and they mention how certain states are at risk of kind of being, for lack of a better term, a hot zone for where this Delta variant will take hold because there's a higher anti-vaxxer rate. What's what the vibe in Utah?
1: Yeah, um, so it's like there never was a pandemic. Okay. Uh, literally, everything is back to, to normal, so to speak.
2: Okay, well, you know, and so but, like, totally normal, so, like, even the movie theaters aren't going to do any... Like, our movie theaters right now, they're open, but I think... Even at the capacity they are open now, they're doing specific spacing. So, in other words, you know, oh, okay. you have to have a certain number of seats between parties, if you will.
1: Sure, sure. Um, uh, I'm, I'm on the Larry H. Miller Megaplex. Uh, they have, like, the, the monopoly on on theaters in Utah. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I'm – oh, here we go. Safety standards. Okay, what they got to say. Um… Uh, So their their, uh, staff uh, talks about the staff that's required. No, I don't. It doesn't look. Oh, uh, we will continue to comply with local uh, governmental recommendations for all phases. Uh, Seating gaps between groups when seating uh, one seat buffer is all that needs to be applied.
2: Yeah, there you go. By the way, I'm just going to do this. So that way here, let me I'm going to take away my lower third. I'm just going to hold up this hat if i could just hold it up well so that way it looks like there now i've got a good solid graphic to pull for the thing but look at that i mean even says marvel studios 2020 i wonder if this is a collector's item now
1: uh (laughs) and to be honest uh i think a a one seat gap between groups should be adhered to regardless
2: i you've got my full support there that's the reason why you know, I was I was spending more money than I wanted to on movie tickets because I look like a little kid wearing his dad's or
0: <laughs>
2: or or no, the other way around. I look like I'm wearing a child's hat. Um, I, uh, I, I fully support that because the those uh, same luxury seats that I was talking about, you know, with the recliners and everything, yeah. you know, they have high wall back. So you don't feel the person behind you breathing. They can't kick your chair. Yep. But yep. also, I always feel like, you know, why do you have to sit right next to me? I don't know you move I away. Know. Even even when
1: I go with someone, there are times where we have a uh, I take the Seinfeld approach. We have a buffer uh, seat between us.
2: Well, let me tell you, folks, if you want, I'm going to I'm going to share a little something with you. We started off talking about food. We're going to end talking with food. If you if you have a little bit of money, I'm going to tell you three things that you should get for yourself, because as long as you've got a stovetop, you can have movie theater quality popcorn at home. And it's really easy. I think for about $29, you can get a hand crank uh, stovetop popper. So you'll yep. see it. It's got a handle and it's got a crank. It's got a little spinny thing in there. For about 10 bucks, you can get a, uh, a, a, a a purified coconut oil with a beta carotene coloring in it to pop the popcorn in. Just get yourself your plain old white popcorn kernels if you want. If you want to get fancy, you can get the mushroom kernels that that are a little bit rounder. And then there's a product called Flavacol. Okay? Flavacol. And that, my friends, is the salt seasoning that the movie theaters use. You combine those three things together, and you can probably make popcorn at home better than your local Megaplex. So if you are not one of the people that wants to go out— uh, in, in 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 see movies, uh, but you're like, oh, I really miss the movie theater popcorn. Look at that. Uh, if you if you and if you didn't have time to write down the episode or the the recipe, and I, I hate to to do this plug, but if you go to my TikTok, uh, there is one of them on my page that says uh, make uh, popping with Echo. And that's where I'm following the recipe from him, Echo the Rapper. Uh, check him out as well. Uh, as a matter of fact, he just announced his first headlining tour. So he's a great guy. Uh, it's, he's, one of my, he's one of my friends on TikTok, Trent.
0: <laughs>
2: yeah, so uh, I guess I do have some friends. Oh, uh, Zach is also pointing out $30 is a bargain, especially like for a family of four. And also, the other nice thing about watching TV at home or movies at home, subtitles for the win, Amen. Um, but that's the other reason why I like my Bluetooth headphones because most of the time I can as a matter of fact, I recently started rewatching a lot of the m c u movies and I've been watching them while wearing my headphones, and there are so many more lines and details that I'm catching because I can oh, hear so yeah. much better,
1: yeah, and for you know we're 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 audio like we are in audio production, so we notice things uh or or things might mean more to us in the sound design that might be lost on other people that you don't get to absorb in just the regular barrage, uh, ambient noise.
2: Avengers age of Ultron. One of the details that I, every time I had seen it in the theater seemed to get missed. It was either in the mix or the audience reaction. But when Tony is, uh, fresh out of the armor, oh yeah, because it's like fresh off of the laugh of the guy saying, you know, uh, like, you know, it hurts me more than it hurts you or something like that. And then the guy's like, and he says something funny. The crowd is still reacting to that. And then he has Jarvis scan the room. And then he's like, oh, please be a secret door. Please be a secret door. And that gets a chuckle. And then once it opens, he does a quiet little, yay. And like nobody in the audience hears that. That's one of them. And of course, uh, I'll I'll say this to my dying day. Uh, Avengers Endgame. If you're wearing headphones, the moment where Tony rushes up to Thanos and he grabs the gauntlet. You can hear his armor's gears churning and clicking as they are taking the stones from the iron gauntlet, if you oh, will. Oh really? Yes. And it is just such a nice touch added to the sound mix that you know it that you're hearing his armor stealing the stones from Thanos before Thanos even has any idea. Yeah. Audio, I I audio it's it's a shame because I do have tinnitus now and, you know, my hearing isn't what it used to. And I've always been such an audiophile. Uh, I wish I guess I had taken care of my ears better in my youth. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, that's why I really feel. And and the only problem with wearing uh, headphones like at home is that mine. Uh, and this is one of the things you want to look into. If you really do want to start getting into headphones for the house, uh my Uh, Yamaha receiver that all my audio goes through uh, for the home entertainment system does have Bluetooth connectivity but in order to fully take advantage of it and not have any potential syncing issues, you have to use (laughs) low latency bluetooth headphones for it
1: yep yeah yep yeah and and that that is uh for any type of of the bluetooth uh whether even if you're going to like um surround sound speakers that are connected via bluetooth uh that's a problem and uh a- another option you can do uh it kind of sucks though if, if you're the only one listening on bluetooth headphones and everyone else is listening aloud is you can delay the um the timing on it
2: mm-hmm yeah. And, that, and that's the only thing too. Now, the, the one thing I do love about the Bluetooth headphones is that if I want to watch something and everybody's going to bed, I can still watch TV and it doesn't bother anybody. But, uh, but yeah, when, when everyone else is watching it and you're using it, there's a certain volume threshold that you have to hit to where you're not hearing an echo effect because the yeah. room audio is getting to you before the Bluetooth signal is. But I digress. Anyway, Trent, I got to admit uh even though we could probably talk uh more and more about this uh we're not going to because uh that dinner that's in the oven uh, I think I'm I'm guessing right now I'm probably at about the point where I need to start the broccoli cooking because uh the one thing the single skillet meal doesn't have is enough greenery in it so I got to I got to I got to cook some broccoli up so would you say that you're going to be chopping broccoli no, I'm not. Thank you, Dana Carvey. Uh, I just, I, I took it from the bag, dumped it into the steamer, and it's now just waiting for me to go press a button. So that's good. By the way, did you have you had dinner for this evening already?
1: Um, I ate, uh, when I got home from work, and then I'll eat again usually like around ten thirty or eleven.
2: Oh really? Oh well, but that's because you do a lot of uh, a lot of late night uh, editing yeah. and stuff, right? Understandable, completely understandable. But that used to be the thing that was my undoing was the late night eating. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean.
1: And the, the crazy thing is now, like normally when I would get home from work, it was I was going to eat until I couldn't move. I got home from work and had a little bit, and I'm fine.
2: Yeah. Well, one of the things I don't know how it happened because I, I I I never wanted to start down the road of intermittent fasting, and I never intended to start down the road of intermittent fasting. But somehow the way my days would progress, I would start my morning off now with my with God, this sounds so douchey. But I start the day off with my low carb latte. And then like mid-morning I end up making coffee for Denise. So I'll make myself another cof- cup of coffee. And those two consumptions of caffeine, suddenly it's more like two o'clock in the afternoon and I'm finally eating something.
1: That's like and and just like if you look at like the 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 evolutionary biology of 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 the the great ape called humans. I mean, we we would spend the day hunting for food, gathering food. It's not like we had food just laying around waiting for us as soon as we woke up.
2: That's true. So by of- by hunter gatherer standards, like we really wouldn't eat, and we might have had something to fuel the hunt, which would have been probably something fatty from the night before, and yeah. then gone into it. Um, yeah. But you know what was my undoing? That I found out, because, you know, uh, with all the low-carb stuff, I'm always a sucker for the stuff that's like, oh, it's keto this, keto that. And I got uh, from Costco the last thing that was like a keto trail mix, which, by the way, it's a fucking lie. Because a serving (laughs) size... First of all, trail mix of any kind, for some reason, that collection of coconut and nuts and everything else, highly addictive to me. Like, if there's any one thing I will just plow through, it's that. And with this...
1: Savory and and sweet combo, man. It's it's it hits all the buttons
2: exactly. And and for them, a quarter cup is a serving size. Nope. A quarter cup? A quarter cup? That's like they, they might as well measure it in teaspoons. Okay. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Oh, shit. Yeah, a quarter cup. It, it, any any type of food serving, unless it's a freaking pudding cup, and I'm pretty sure those are more of a third of a cup along the lines. That is not a serving size. It's not. It just isn't. It's not. Don't try and tell me that. I'm saying that because I I went through an entire container over the weekend and I feel great shame about it. But oh well, you only live life once, right?
1: Unless the Buddhists are are, are correct, and we're not.
2: Yeah, well, I, I hope they are all things considered. Um, anyway, thank you very much, everyone, for joining us. Greatly appreciate it. Like I said, I'll report back on the TP Link. Hopefully, I'll get the design on those uh those coins soon, and uh, hopefully, we'll see some progress on Mueller here. I just know that uh, I've still got to get all of the stuff inside that I, I. It was one of those things where I put in the expanding foam, and I thought I did enough. And then I looked, and it really wasn't enough, and then I did more, and then it was too much. And now there's so much in here that, like, I, I tried to cap stuff off once, and it really did start the gases inside were, like, trying to expand because everything else was sealed so well. So so it's got to wait to cure, but I should be able to finish it soon because I really want to show it off. And then I want to try a new print later as well because... Uh, like I said, this one was good, but, like, these these two pieces being separate was just – it wouldn't have been so bad, but uh, because I had done the majority of the first round of printing out in the heart gar- hot garage, garage, right, everything had to come back in and get recalibrated, and it literally took, like, three failed prints just to get the stupid bottom base, so – Although one thing I would say, too, that would probably be cool to do on another design would probably be to be adding extra weight just specifically behind this spot and this spot. So that way it would balance like this, like that. (laughs) So uh, that's something to consider. But, you know, uh, all in all, I I must say that if you're a person that's like, oh, oh," like, you know, I made the uh, foam version of cap shield here. But, you know, if you have the time and the patience, it would it takes several prints, but you could make a Captain America shield uh, through that. Uh, You can make a a Tony Stark uh, chest arc reactor Mark one, you know, there and all these files are available for free. It's nuts. You know, somebody designs them. They just share them with the world. Yeah. Anyway, like I was saying. We got to go. So thank you very much for joining us. I appreciate every single one of you that's uh, still sticking around. Like I said, don't forget to uh, check out our Patreon if you want to uh, potentially support us. It gives us the ability to uh, expand. Uh, I will be doing an unboxing video that I will be posting uh, a little bit later as well because I have two new products uh, from the Smodco store uh, that uh, I'll be unboxing uh, just to, to show everyone some, some more crap that I got, which by the way, Zach in Pittsburgh, I think is, is his name. Uh, one of our biggest supporters, he's like, yeah, I wasn't really big on like the last uh, ad one. And I, I forgot that like unboxing the stuff I get does seem like an endorsement of the products because you know, that's what they are, but it wasn't intended. Uh, also don't forget you can follow, uh, Trent, on uh, Twitter, uh, a part of him. He's also on Instagram. And and don't forget to check out Devotion Wrestling on the YouTubes.
1: Yep, that's right. Uh,
2: And uh, until next time, my name is Will.
1: And I'm Trent.
2: And we will be back soon.
0: This is NetHeads with Will Wilkins and Trent Hunsaker signing off. I know, right? But stop being a little Nancy and deal with it. NetHeads, Netheads. 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 will be back soon. Goodbye.
2: This has been a Smodco Internet production. Sip. Only at Smodcast.com. Still bugs me. You can't really tell I'm saying sip. Sip doesn't quite hit just right. It's not yeah. quite in there. I just I, one clarifying point, and I'm sorry, this isn't a humorous stinger. Are you telling me that, like, as a snack, you just eat riced potatoes like baby oatmeal? Yeah, dude.
1: Totally cold. Even. I'll, uh, yeah, I'll take it out of the fridge, put it in a Tupperware, go to work midway through the day, pull it out with a spoon. And it's they're so fluffy. I tell you what, the texture, like, my mind thinks I'm eating, like, cornbread.
2: That's amazing, man. That is definitely amazing. So does this mean you're still eating, like, a lot of potatoes?
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yep.
2: Well, there you go. This spuds for you. In a row? Where on earth did in a row come from? Did you hear that? Oh, that was you? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) You threw me for a loop. All right. let's, (laughs) Let's try this again. (laughs) Ha <laughs>